0: A Hello,
1: and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. This is the worst right. show you will ever hear us do. That's right. that's ten. Like yeah. it. I give that a
2: ten too, because that is the most honest opening that we've ever had.
1: All right. Uh, just to be frank and clear... Um, Well, we're going to interject a little lore into the Intellectual Saviors. We actually did an entire Mm. episode last night, and it was by far the best show we have ever done. Mm. There is never going to be anything quite like what happened last night. It was magical. Like, I was pretty much masturbating the entire time because it was just fucking phenomenal. And something happened when we were burning it to a CD, and uh, yeah, it kind of just vanished out of thin air. Just gone. Yep. Don't know what the fuck happened. Just now I had to reset your level, so I apologize. Uh, see, I told you guys it was going to be the worst fucking
3: show ever. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Starting <laughs> off already a to, to be fair, your level is perfect now. Oh, oh nice. There we yeah. go. So. Um, yeah. So. You know what's even worse about last night that I just realized? No. Tell us. It's hard to say this, but uh, we had Kristen on last night and she actually spoke. Yep. And now there is no proof. That's true. Yeah, we
1: had we had audio proof that our Lord and Savior Kristen was risen from the grave, <laughs> Kristen Christ, and <laughs> now <laughs> it's gone. It's vanished. She's yeah. not even like among us anymore. Yeah, for, no. she ascended into heaven. For
2: the people who have actually listened to uh, prior episodes and know about our sweet, clean producer Kristen, who uh, fell off a cliff and died, she was resurrected three days later and came back to graces with her presence. And unfortunately. You'll never hear it.
3: So, sorry about that. Sorry, yeah. kids.
1: So and we were I'm, all I'm, pretty livid, pissed after that happened. Really sorry that you're missing like the best episode ever. So,
3: and now you're gonna get the worst episode it's be, as a follow-up.
1: Lost episode of the intellectual saviors. Pretty
3: much, it was pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie,
1: dude. That was amazing.
3: So best show ever. And basically, everything we talked about yesterday, we don't really
1: give a shit to talk about today, so... Nah, we don't care You're going to get the worst
3: show possible.
1: Yep. I mean, really, if I did believe in some kind of God, he was definitely working against us last night. I'll also mention
3: I stepped in dog
1: shit on the way home. I mean, it was just like... It was inevitable, just the way that the day was setting up, like... Yep. Agreed. That, you know, we were going to cap it with such greatness that we recorded last night, and then it just vanishes on us.
2: So that will go down as the lost episode (laughs) of intellectual saviors (laughs) that no one will
1: ever hear. Yep. It there will be rumors on the internet of people like putting up shit on YouTube like, this is the last episode, and it's going to just be like kids farting in the microphone, which yep. is pretty much what we do anyway. But. <laughs>
2: don't, don't buy into it. But it was the best kids <laughs> farting into a microphone yeah. I've ever fucking it recorded.
1: A, it was definitely God the best.
2: damn it. We had so many firsts last night. Like I said, we had Kristen on here. Uh, Boggs came out of the closet finally. Fuck you, dude. I have a wife, you assholes.
1: <laughs> so what? There's a lot of gay people that have wives.
2: They don't worry about it. That's why it. it's
1: called In the Closet. They're trying to pretend.
2: Well, we'll have a couple of our our guest uh, guest appearances we had last night. They'll be back, so you guys will get to meet them. Yeah.
1: Except, I don't know about Kristen, though. I mean, I I don't know if she's gonna have her second coming.
2: uh after the way things, <laughs> I was gonna say after the way things finished off last night with what we were going through, I don't know if she'll come back. I think we scared her. <laughs> we did a lot of a <laughs> lot of masturbation talk. Yeah. And kind of. I think we stuff might.
1: that you really shouldn't be talking about with your Lord and Savior. No. So Whatever, did You talk about all facets of life. She might be sending us to uh, to hell.
2: That's probably why the the thing jammed up and erased our
3: damn episode. Hey, by the way, we should start referring to her as KC.
1: And if hell is like her crotch, pff, I don't mind going there. Oh no, 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 no. C- oh, Kristen sweet. Christ. She's like, hey, what's up, KC? Sweet
2: Jesus. Sweet fictional baby Jesus.
3: Sweet fictional shaved baby Jesus.
1: Whoa.
2: Whoa. I
3: don't, I don't know. I do know. Um, yeah, how would you know? Well, let's just say
1: I'm not gay. How's that? But you said you're married, so are you saying that you've cheated?
3: I may be an asshole. Hey, Amy, what's up? Amy's going to be on the <laughs> show later. I think she's coming over after this because oh, really? she dropped me off to go get the little one. Oh, yeah?
2: So when the, when everything sure. goes silent, you hear a banging sound and we just get <laughs> yeah. quiet
3: for a couple minutes.
1: We just get quiet right and then around. all of a sudden the show becomes very like PC and PG. <laughs> yep. You know why? <laughs>
3: domestic dispute All right. so
1: honestly I mean does anybody have anything <laughs> not so um, much
3: well no
1: <laughs> <laughs> not really
2: <laughs> we can pretty much go over the
1: awesome show the Come five down. the five
2: minutes of material we actually did have for last night before it devolved into yeah. circle jerk talk
1: I guess we
3: can. I mean, he is I, still calling me Pivot Man at work. He he, he goes, "Hey nice. PM." I was like,
1: "PM? What the ah? Oh, you son of a bitch!"
2: Yeah, I'm the only one that needs a really cool nickname because we have the Ginger Bear and we have the Pivot Man.
1: But you see, nobody know. Well, I guess people do know the Ginger Bear thing from the past episode, but yeah. because of the lost episode, nobody knows about the Pivot Man. So I think we need to like somewhat explain it. We can't go into complete. I, detail I wouldn't
2: do that because the episode might because, get erased again. Yeah,
1: it's you know we want to be touchy and we you know want to make sure that. Uh, that definitely gets recorded and put on the internet about Boggs being a we Man. should
2: wait until a uh, TJ can come back over okay all right yeah
1: we'll we'll tease everybody next time and TJ has said that he's gonna come back on we I apologize to him and he he was actually pretty cool about it
2: yeah he, he was a good guest, especially at the end of the show we had some pretty good good banter back and forth so I didn't like him <laughs> again <laughs> oh, you guys, he's gonna be back oh you guys I already it. talked
1: to him I tried to get him on tonight and he said he had plans but he said he definitely wanted to be back so that's cool it was
2: great kids we talked from, talked about everything from Oprah to crystal meth it was <laughs> yeah fantastic No,
1: come on come on well I mean I'm I guess you're just teasing. Just teasing.
2: a teasing. We'll we'll get it back. We'll get it back up and running here as soon as we can get T J over, so Fair enough. I don't know if it'll be next week. You know what? We should have a uh do like a holiday show for Halloween. Like you know what I'm saying, we should do our Christmas specials and stuff. We should do a Halloween show and stuff too. We could that's a good time I guess we'll have him we over, go over
1: like the history of Halloween and yeah, where I mean it that, came from and I
2: mean that, that'll that eat up like a little bit of the
3: show so we could probably have TJ
1: stupid if he, Christians being afraid of witches and shit
2: yeah if you come over like the week after next we
3: can have him which hey, won't get me if I leave candy at my doorstep whatever dude It was candy dude <laughs> they passed out candy that's badass
1: it, it is badass no ass. I mean it's badass now but I'm saying like
3: especially for me because I have a little one I they, just go they actually I have a bag for me were gonna and a bag for them. Claire mm-hmm. He's like, hey, here you go. Can you I want some candy too? <laughs> I dress you exactly mooch. like I'm like I just dress up like a normal person. Like, who are you supposed to be? I'm like, Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: I I know Dude, you know what my favorite one is? Procrastinator. <laughs> Love that That's one. Awesome. You show up with your regular clothes. What the fuck are you, procrastinator?
2: I just like how Halloween's turned into like such a whore fest. Like all the girls wear yes. the sluttiest outfits now. Even the moms. Like when you Absolutely. go out and take your kids trick or treating, like They're you'll see some of the, worn it up. Yeah, you'll, you'll see some of those like thirty something moms and shit, and they still want to be like sexy and everything and show the good. So they dress real horse and everything, and it's like, oh yeah, that's the kind of candy I want. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, <laughs> and it is. Yeah, it's-
3: and it's so- Take, I'll take your trick. <sighs> Not your treat. What? 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 Take them both,
2: baby. Well, I
1: guess you're married, so you can't.
2: Yeah, I can look. I can't touch.
1: Uh, I'll take the uh, trick and the treat. I, I don't can, give a shit.
2: I can look at the unshaven vagina, but I can't touch it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh uh it sucks. Yes. Halloween is Shitty. awesome. Shitty. <sighs> Try so anyway. a Halloween party together.
3: Oh, that would be cool. I'd, I'd go.
1: Yeah you wouldn't go. Let's, no, th- let's throw not one, really.
3: Let's throw one and
2: invite all the people from you guys work and see how many show up.
1: No, fuck off those assholes.
2: <laughs> Just TJ. TJ will be there.
1: Fuck them. Oh. Um, no.
2: If you're if you're young and hot, you can still come over and be a part of the show. Don't worry about what Eric says. Oh, yeah.
1: So, uh, <laughs> thanks to KK and his weathered underground again. Sorry, we kind of completely forgot about that. Yeah. But and you we guys actually, are awesome. We appreciate you.
2: And we're not going to totally put their name in the mud anymore and stuff we do have uh, we have another band and I think uh, another one possibly that may be stupid enough or I mean uh, nice enough to allow us to use their fine compositions in next episode so
3: I might start writing some stuff for the show too and then again we we'll already just tried that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really write anything <laughs> it's kind, of it kind of the shittiest attempt ever refer it. back True. to episode
1: 2 <laughs> it was a really really shitty attempt
3: nah you guys put it together pretty quick Yeah. I actually have my amp back, too. I got into my storage unit. Yeah. That was a debacle of a day.
2: We'll have... um, I know you guys have some friends that have uh, local groups and stuff, so we'll have some of them come in, hopefully perform, and then maybe we'll use some of their music as well. So, you guys will get to hear some, some fresh Texas music coming at you bitches live on air. Well... On CD or on tape, if it doesn't get erased before we get it up on the fucking web.
1: Hmm.
2: Greatest
3: greatest show ever! Saturday ever.
1: I do kind of want to. This is from last night's mystery episode, Uh, but I did kind of want to go over Christian Science again. Go for it. Just because it's just way way too much fun to make fun of those people. Um, these guys already know it, of course, but you guys don't uh so Christian science science is uh, you're actually learning and educating yourself and becoming a better person through the education uh, but Christians they tend to value ignorance. Uh, prime examples are going back into the nerds. God damn it um, so if you guys hear some crunchies in the background that's bogs eating nerds so Christians value ignorance. Obviously, the Adam and Eve story is uh, the crux of all that. They ate from the Tree of Knowledge, and that's what banished them and caused uh, humanity's blight or whatever the fuck. Um, But yeah, so they're saying, stay stupid, and you can be in the kingdom of heaven, which is uh, absolutely obscene and uh, grossly negligent. But for the time, it makes sense because they were trying to control the populace any way they possibly could, and not give them education. And if you look at the, uh, you know, in medieval times, they purposely would uh, keep people very uneducated, so then they can tell them what passages said and all that stuff, so they can keep them dumb and enslave labor and in horrible conditions. So lovely Christians valuing ignorance and they still do you can just hear it from any jackass uh, that has a microphone that's a Christian just listen to some of the stuff they say about abortion women's rights gay rights anything like that and and even African American rights talking about slavery uh, they sound like a bunch of fucking morons and there's a reason for it because they don't educate themselves because they don't have to because their preacher tells them everything that they need to know so going into that if you look at Genesis um, and just like Kind of the way that I'm looking at it is that everybody says that the Bible is the word of God. So I would assume that if it has anything to do with the earth and the natural way that things work, that God would know what the fuck's going on. If he's the one that made it, if he's the one that created everything, he would understand and be able to convey that to people that are writing his word. Right? Don't you guys agree? No. Uh, no. You fuck. <sighs>
2: You know, this is uh,
1: better than laying
2: out on Eric. You know that God gave us free will, on Eric. So we have the that we is get to not make our own. We about. get to make our own choices.
1: This is supposed to be God's word, right or wrong. Yeah, don't worry about it. I mean, they no, I have to because that's what they all say. It's they, God's word.
2: It's been reinterpreted a few times, but don't worry about that. It still is word. At even least if seven. It's,
3: if, even if it has been changed hundreds of times. See, and, my problem with with most of these things is. Uh, it's really, and this is, I think, Eric's point is like, when you when you have to explain the world around you, especially the way the Bible did, they don't have these things called science and these things that we now know, like you know the, the rules of gravity, the rules of how our atmosphere works. You, oh, you need to talk about the firmament That's before what I go that. into that. Yeah, I get to the firmament and then I'll I'll pitch in my two cents.
1: But my point is, is that if it's just proof that these are just men that wrote this book and that's it that it's not the word of god it's just a bunch of men that were either telling old fables or looking to control the populace
2: you well, you don't think that even though most of the uh the bible was written between what 40 50 to a couple hundred years after jesus supposedly lived you don't think it's there's been uh changes or anything it's like i try and describe it i'm like you know how This is old school and stuff, but people have heard of the telephone game, you know, where people sit around in a circle and stuff, and you tell someone this story, and they whisper it to the next person. By the time it gets back to you, you know, after it's gone through, like, 15 people, a lot of
1: it's changed up. But if this is God's word, you would think that he would put in, like, a (laughs) fail-safe. You think? Well. Like, I I don't know. I mean, call me crazy, but if I was God and I wanted to convey a message to people— I wouldn't make it confusing.
2: Yeah, Jesus probably... And I probably, wouldn't
1: give it to people and then say, well, just reinterpret it a whole bunch of times until it makes no uh, sense at all. Yeah, you think that... would call that my word. That would have
2: been part of Jesus' um, purpose on earth. Maybe he would have actually been the one to so write if, the...
1: if that's the argument, that because it's been reinterpreted so many times that the stories have changed, then why the hell are you still following the book at all? Don't, so either way, I'm, I'm it's not. bad. Either I'm just saying, if that's <laughs> the argument that Christians are giving... Either way, you're still looking like a complete idiot. So, well, Boggs is talking about the firmament, which, if you read in Genesis, it talks about how God created a firmament that, uh, that separated the waters from below from the waters of heaven, and that's where we get that's the source of rain, which obviously we don't know. And the firmament is a solid dome that's supposed to be above us, which we obviously know is not there.
2: Kind of like the movie Biodome. I always thought the rain was when God was pissing on our parades. (laughs) That's that's what I thought it was. (laughs) It's a good way to interpret that.
1: So they're trying to explain where rain comes from. So they come up with this crazy cockamamie idea that it's waters from heaven that are falling down on us. Uh, We now know where rain comes from. So that completely wipes that out. We definitely know that there's no solid dome above our head because we've gone into fucking space. And we can see billions of years into the past.
2: Or have we? Did we land on the moon?
1: Don't be so Did we ignorant. we land on that goddamn moon? <laughs> Don't be so ignorant. <laughs> there you go. You're fucking ignorant, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, when it comes to just to the shape of Earth itself, there are dozens of passages that talk about how Earth is flat and has corners or Corner. edges. Edges. Well, so it- you'd think that the guy that created the motherfucker, motherfucker. would know that it is a circle. Fucking circle. Well, it's like it's actually a sphere. Yeah. yeah, sorry. It's like yeah. a, no, a, no an, a, It's right. an
3: elliptical.
2: Even though this is going to be deja vu for some, I I still say that I think it. When God did create the earth, it was a square, so those were legitimate when they wrote that in the Bible. But I think that <laughs> I think that global warming has caused the earth to round out. And I think it, it took away like the water bubble in the sky and stuff. I think it does. D- so you're saying the, the, the
1: water from the firmament, it like worn away the edges like a rock. Yeah, I think <laughs> it it erosion. Nice, <laughs> I think it eroded it, it
2: because the global warming broke the sill. <laughs> but now you're admitting the global warming. I believe in global warming. Man. I'm just saying like that mo- is most,
1: inconvenient. Most Christians don't.
2: No, well, then I have. No, I'm trying to help them out. So I got nothing else. So fuck them. That's the best I can do. Sorry, Christian. You're on your own now.
1: I mean-, I mean, ultimately, it just it comes down to the fact that your own God doesn't even know how the world that He supposedly created works. That kind of shows me that there is no God in your religion, and that it's just a bunch of fallacies and it, they are fables. And some of them are even uh, anthropomorphized constellational things that have to do with uh, the winter solstice and uh, spring solstice.
3: No, I just think you're just you're just talking devil talk, and you just don't have any faith. It is devil, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. It, it is devil talk, and
2: <laughs> there's a, a, a congressman Paul Brown. He's a congressman from Georgia, Republican. He. Uh, he recently said that... Uh, the
1: guy that's on the board of science? Or whatever, yeah, he's,
2: yeah, he's on the board of science, which is an important fact. I did
1: sign a petition that he uh, resign his position.
2: Just like Todd Aiken is on the board of science, the guy who which thinks... Which I think that everybody you, should do. You can't get put pregnant that on the website from rape. And that's a good idea. You should uh, sign that as well. Um, so Eric will take care of that because Eric is the one who will actually put stuff on yeah, Facebook. Nobody else will. Because we've given up that's not true no we haven't given up dude I try hard at it, but I'm the Twitter guy so if you're on Twitter and you see anything shitty it's it's me and see I'm the guy that checks our email and he's hoping he's gonna find dick pics in there but he hasn't been fortunate enough to <laughs> <laughs> that's why. He's,
3: that's why he checks
1: yeah, it yeah he checks every day
2: anyway
3: Paul I don't check every day and I certainly don't check for uh, dick pics Paul check for those tennis. do you fucking So anyway,
2: so Paul Brown's given a lecture before a bunch of his really hardcore right-wing constituents. And he said that that, God's word is true. I've come to understand that all the stuff I was taught about evolution and embryology and the Big Bang Theory, all that is lies straight from the pit of hell. So see, it is the word of the devil. Um, And then he continues, it's lies that try to keep me and all the folks who are taught that from understanding that they need a savior. He continued... Because, I mean, he's on a roll. He might as well keep going. Yeah, right. You see, there are a lot of scientific data out there that I found out as a scientist that actually show that this is really a young earth. I don't believe that the earth is but about 9,000 years old. I believe it was created in six days as we know them. That's what the Bible says. See, so... You fight that motherfucker. It's in the Bible, and Paul Brown says it so, and he's a scientist because he says he is, even though he's not.
1: He's not. I at have all. a great. I
3: have a great
2: he story for M- you guys. He is an MD, but I don't think that no, it makes you a scientist, a scientist too. But
1: I don't it, understand why he's on the board of science. It makes no fucking sense. Nah, dude. I don't. I just
3: don't think you can create a galaxy in six days. I think that's the issue that we have. Also,
1: well, that and we can, we just, can see into the fucking past. You look at the stars because of the. We can calculate how long it takes to get light the from... light to get to us. Mm-hmm. So we can see in the past, and we've seen billions of years into the past. I mean, I- anybody with any kind of basic understanding of science understands that light only travels at a certain speed, and at a certain distance, it's going to take it a long time to get to us. Yep. So by the time it gets to us, that's a really old, old speck of light that is way far gone. Mm-hmm. Most of the stars that we see out there are probably gone already. Yep. That's and scary. They're Scariest actually thought. probably uh, in galaxy nebulas that are forming new stars. Mm-hmm. Oh, Eric. And new solar systems.
2: You're so funny. You're taking this from such a, uh, you got to remember. Uh, we critical,
1: are, logical, we, and analytical. We
2: are mere humans. Decisions. We are the creation of God. We know not the truth. Only the sweet Lord and Savior knows all. And I never his, said we know the
1: truth. And I he, just say that we know more than what your god knows. No.
2: God knows all and he created the earth in 6 days because I've got it right here. <laughs> Paul Brown says <laughs> Paul Brown said it's in the Bible. It was created in 6 days as we know.
1: So them. does Paul Brown want slaves?
2: Paul Brown didn't say anything about slaves,
1: but if uh But
2: it it does seem to be a, a thing that the recurring were both like, theme. Yeah. And then Eric Loves to Feed Me. These Wonderful tidbits. Um, No, actually, this is another thing because we, like I said, I wanted to end up doing a segment. Eventually, we're going to get real production value on this show. We'll have like little theme music and stuff, and we'll have our little weekly segments and stuff. What the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, so. That was a clip. So, besides Paul Brown and that nonsense a couple couple weeks back, we had a couple of uh, state reps in Arkansas who had made some. Pretty interesting statements about slavery. I, I won't go through the whole thing, but this one guy, his name is um, uh, let's see, Roger Hubbard. No wait, John Hubbard. Excuse me. He's a uh, state rep in Arkansas, and he made the uh, claim that if um, oh wait, he wrote a book. I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking. He's off. lost. The, I'm sorry. Ah, this is one of those Mike. things. See, last night, man, I was on the ball. You just don't know how fucking good everything went. It was so <laughs> smooth last night, and now it's like I'm just all. Plus I. I had a few beers in me last night, so it made it a lot easier. But anyway, he wrote a book where he said that he made a bunch of racial statements in it. And this is a self-published book, which I thought was funny, but that he couldn't get a major publisher to publish this, because there's so much gold just in this. This is just a, a generic fucking oversight of what that he put in it. And uh, in it, he says, Integration of schools is hurting white students. African slaves had better lives under, sla- in, under slavery than in Africa. Uh, blacks are not contributing to society. And there's a situation developing in the United States, which is sim- similar to that of Nazi Germany. Let's see. He also says that on the subject of school integration, that the black students have a lack of discipline and ambition, which is uh, basically hurting the entire education system. Wow. But to be fair, you know. This next guy makes a great point about the slavery thing here. (laughs) This is another Arkansas state legislator. His name is Lloyd Mock.
1: Apparently that'll go nuts in Arkansas.
2: Yeah, I think they've just fucking given up. They know that uh, they see the demographics change in the country, and this is their last stand. Um, So you see it with the voter suppression and everything else. I think they're fucking losing their shit. All these racists and homophobes and stuff are just going crazy. But uh, Lloyd Mock said that if slavery were so God-awful, why didn't Jesus or Paul condemn it? And why was it in the Constitution? And why wasn't there a war before 1861 to eradicate it? And I... Hey, that makes a great point, and that just gives me credence. John Hubbard's right. Goddamn right mean, had it better, man.
1: Well, God, God wouldn't slavery. condemn it because he endorses it. Yeah, I All you have to do is read the Bible, and he talks no. about taking slaves. And our Constitution and was written in such a way. And children for your own as well. No,
2: God wouldn't want that. Those we are didn't. Uh, things. To we the didn't, Bible,
1: what's his face wants to nitpick and say that the Bible says something. So why can't I say the Bible says something? True. <laughs> yeah, sure. But well, he when is it's in the Bible.
2: He is right though. Jesus didn't condemn slavery. On
3: the note of uh, writing, you know about the Constitution too. That that didn't include slavery for a very specific reason. The South wouldn't sign it if they didn't include slavery in their country. Well, yeah, then the would, we wouldn't have
1: Would have lost a lot of money.
3: They would have fucking lost their lives when the British came over here and took over half of the country and then put them all down. Yeah.
2: We probably could do a show on uh, the slavery issue and stuff, because I'd like to really bring out the truth about Abraham Lincoln, how he wasn't the great fucking emancipator that everybody said he was. He had, you know, ulterior motives on that, too. But They all do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, at least our country did, decri- not like it was like, hey, man, yeah, we had slaves, but, you know, we fixed it. It's all better now. I mean, I know that's not the case, but... At least, you know, we were smart enough to go ahead and fix the situation after a while. Whereas in the Bible, if you did go by what the Bible says, we would still have slaves and it would be perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, there's even quotes, uh, I think it's in Corinthians, where it says that slaves should obey their masters. Yeah, and we're going to do... God commands it. Like, he commands that slaves obey their masters.
2: We're going to do a show drunk one time where we're just going to pull all these really fucked up Bible quotes out and just rip on them the whole time.
1: Yeah, I mean, they... That's the thing that bothers me when it comes to these crazy Christians is that they they really want to just take out the good parts and say that that's, you know, what it's all about and leave out all the negatives. Christians have learned that, you know, having all the negative stuff out in the forefront is a, a negative to their uh, religion and actually hurts it a lot. Um, Muslims haven't learned that yet. Uh, but if Christians were just as uh, faithful to the book as Muslims are, I guarantee you people like us would be hanged.
2: And that's another thing, you know, like I said, our forefathers made a lot of mistakes, but, you know, they eventually came around on some things. We have corrected a lot of the wrongs in this country, you know, and I mean, I think you're seeing it now with some of the progression in the uh, gay and lesbian rights movements and it, it, not like, you know, of course there's still racism and there's a lot of racial inequality, but it's things are slowly getting better and like I said, I think with the the movement to try and bring more equal rights to gays, I think it also brings the racial inequalities into the forefront, too, because they kind of get lumped together a little. This is great, and this is one reason we'll definitely have T.J. back on, because he had kind of made a statement that's so true about, like, gays are the new blacks when it comes yeah. to that. And it's, it's, it's pretty true. I mean, I know it's a different—it's apples to oranges, you know. But there are a lot of similar equa- uh, equations, especially when you start looking at just the laws. And like, definitely we're talking
1: parallels about, too, in, in culture. And-
2: we're talking about the marriage. You know, I mean, and, like blacks and whites weren't allowed to get married until I I, always, I forget the year. I know it was in the late '60s and stuff. You know, when finally they allowed blacks and whites to get married, when the case Loving, I think, versus Virginia went to the Supreme Court, and that's where that finally became. I mean, you got to think that was. I mean, we're almost into the '70s before blacks and whites could marry each other in this country. Yeah. So you know the fact that gays can't get married yet it's like well it's getting there at least you could see it finally kind of making its way
3: towards that so there's some
1: states that allow it and it's a slow progression and
3: there's other problems with that too though the other problems that i have that i've heard about is like if you are uh if you're living with someone and you're gay and they get hurt or if they have like a heart attack or anything like that and they're in the hospital you can't make any decisions for them no you can't you can't even go in the room like you're not considered a loved one you are not considered a loved one in a hospital in most states, especially here in Texas. And that's really like that's the, just,
2: yeah, and that's the whole point. But that's aggravating. That's the whole point of them trying to get you know basically the rights to have partnership, even if they don't want to call it a marriage. Who gives a shit? Call it a civil union, like they're going to give them. Just, I mean, you have all the rights of a married person. Just don't call it a marriage because it pisses off the Christians because they're like, well, this is marriage is a religious institution. Is it? Because I'm an, I'm
3: an agnostic and I'm married. Are you gonna say that I can't be married to it's anybody? Not, because well,
1: it's a lie. It's a secular institution. Yeah, it's not. It has nothing to do with a Christian thing. It's that's it's, my point.
3: Uh, here's another one. Then it's hey, a legal thing. Hey, you're a mm-hmm. Hindu. You can't be married. You're not a Christian. That this is this is a Christian.
1: Based. Well, the Christians put it under the guise as it's a man and a woman, and that's how it's defined. Yeah. But Who the fuck gave what you the right to? What they're saying is, is that it's not part of their religion, so they don't want it as a law, is what they're saying. They don't want to come r- straight out and say that because then they sound extremely bigoted, mm-hmm. more bigoted than they already sound. They're but, pretty bigoted. Like honestly, I'd be, I would respect them a little bit more if they had the balls to just say what they're actually thinking.
2: Well, some of them do actually. Some of them do.
3: (laughs)
1: We've heard some of the.
3: Actually, when I was when I was a big church goer way way back in the day. um,
1: Oh, they'll say it amongst themselves. Oh yeah. But I'm saying out in the public. Yeah. they, They they put it under these guys and and really why if you're so holy and everything you do is so good why do you have to be deceptive why do you have to manipulate laws to try and get your religious ways. Uh, put into legislation. What do you
3: mean manipulate laws, dude? Like making the pregnancy uh, definition two weeks before you Precisely. Can conceive? <laughs> Precisely. Because, I mean, come on.
1: If you are that good and that holy, why do you have to use deception? Yeah.
2: I think they see it the way it is. I, I saw a... Uh, God damn, I don't know what it was. Am you know I, what I
3: really hate, by the way? Before you get to your point. Sorry if I cut you off. God damn you. Fuck you, man. Yeah, well, I never <laughs> give my word in anyway. No, you don't. What I really, what I really don't like, too, is... God, how uh how immoral you are for not being a Christian, have you noticed that they always feel like their morals are actually like the correct way to, oh, yeah. to live their life like they're we just want to have like good Christian Judea morals like so anyone outside of that doesn't have morals
1: yeah i'm I'm sorry, but I'm an extremely moral person, and I think that I am uh actually a better person than most Christians are because I can be honest with myself. And I don't need to hide behind a a fictitious imaginary friend.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm a fucking asshole, but I'm honest with everybody and... I oh, mean, I
1: mean, I can be a jerk and I piss people off. But. Oh, I'm a
2: total bastard. I mean, I hate most people. If you're listening to this, I probably fucking hate your guts right now. I just want you to know that.
1: But it's as far as nothing morally... Against you. Like, I just hate people. I, I think that everybody deserves the right to live. I think everybody has the exactly. right to have all the laws and everything that and protection that everybody else gets.
2: And that's what I agree with totally. I mean, if you... Yeah, if you're not doing anything that's Against the law, and let's not fucking make things illegal. Like, gay marriage, that's not a fucking thing that hurts anybody. That doesn't cause no, any pain. Nothing. or You know anything what else
3: bothers me about that? Have you have you ever heard anybody compare them to, to murder? Have you ever heard gay acts compared to murder? It's no different than murder. It's sin.
2: I mean, I'm sure I've I guarantee I could find some quote on it from some fucking. Let m- me let me
1: just let me guy. just I say have now. Heard some people say that.
3: Yeah. Let me just say now that most of the things that we talk about that piss me off are mala prohibita crimes gay marriage. Oh no, no, that's that's a that's a prohibited thing. That's not an inherently evil act. Murder no, evil is inherently evil. You are imposing yourself upon other people, you're ending their life. Theft, that's mala in se. That's inherently evil. That has nothing to do with stuff that we typically talk about.
1: Well, I think that well, I I think theft has some gray area a little bit.
3: Uh, if you're like, oh, God, I'm I I need to eat this week, and you steal bread because you can't afford it. That's a little different. That's what I'm saying. Like there there are some. But here's a here's a that it, here's a great thing for you. How about our society stop spending money on the war on drugs to support stuff that you know fucking helps that, people who are. That's why I'm
1: such a humanitarian. That's why I'm against a lot of the policies and a lot of the things that our government and our institutions do is because they put people in those positions. When I think I mentioned this before about you know when we were talking about drugs. But that goes for a lot of crimes. Mm -hmm. We don't look at why people do what they do. We just punish what they do. That's Mm -hmm. it. We don't sit there and look at it and say, well, why did this guy go into this grocery store and try and steal stuff? Was he actually trying to feed his family? Or was he just trying to be a cheap bastard? Definitely. We don't look into it. We just say, oh, well, he's a bad guy. We're going to put him in for X amount of years because he it's did like, this. Because he stole a certain amount of dollars. Like, it's fucking retarded. And, like, when,
2: and the worst is, like, we went over with the drug laws. You know, someone gets busted with drugs. I mean, the first thing they do is they want to ride him up on a felony and throw him in prison for, you know, three, five years. And, and they're spending thirty grand a year on him to keep him incarcerated. Where you could spend not even a tenth of that and probably put him into a rehab program for a few yeah. months and maybe clean them up or put them through I mean, some be
1: of a, better productive members a of job training
2: program or try to get them back on their goddamn feet. And then, yeah, instead of having, you know, how many hundreds of thousands of people we have put in jail every year for goddamn minor drug possessions, you know, those could be people actually contributing to society, paying their taxes. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it is. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's very frustrating.
1: I think one of the biggest things and the reason why we do the things that we do And why we don't actually change anything is because we would actually have to change ourselves. We would have to change the way our society focuses on its people and lives. We don't want to do that. You think we're lazy, complacent, and people will just do the bare minimum. And we really, I mean, people talk about how they want to protect and help others, but they really don't. They're, They're actually full of shit. Because honestly, we have to change the society in order for things to actually change. Nothing is going to change beyond that if we do not change our economic policies, our social structures, and how we just live as people. Because honestly, we don't do it. I think we don't do it the way that we're supposed to. And a lot of people suffer because of the consequences of how we live. And that even goes as far as countrywide. Because of the way the United States acts and the reason why most people hate us is because of how we treat other countries. And we take countries that are less fortunate than us and we just rape the fuck out of their resources and everything they have. Because we want to make sure that our T-shirts are cheaper.
2: But you know, to go to that point, it's like, and, and you're saying that, and it makes so much sense. It's like, we're such a Christian nation. You'd think that all those changes would be things that people would really be pushing for. And like you said, I think a lot of countries don't respect us because they look, like, let's look at our health care system. We don't want to cover all our people. We don't want to do the basic things we need to provide health care for our people all those European countries see that and they're like, what the hell, what the fuck, man? They don't understand it. Those doctors over there and the people in their governments, they totally don't understand that. And yeah. then, you know, you, like you look at our drug logs, like, you know, how we talked in the one show. I mean, hell, we have more people incarcerated. Like I said, we make up 5% of the population, the world's population, 25% of the incarcerated people are in the United States. People see that, how we treat our people. It's like, how the fuck can they respect us? you know, to be these great rights advocates and everything around the world, you know, to take care of everybody. We're the greatest country, you know. We don't, we help everybody, but we don't fucking help our own people.
3: On that note, too, um, one of the coolest things that uh, my economics teachers have ever said while I was in college was uh, taking our GDP and applying it to literally every living being. I should... Fuck, that's the wrong word. Every living human. And that means, like, all of the infantile babies, that means that everybody who's elderly, it just dis- it just distributed the GDP over everybody. You know what the uh, income is for the household? If they just said, we're going to split the GDP that we make up every year over a certain amount and we'll divide it evenly, and then for each person in the household, we give you that much. You know how much people would typically make with like five people? Oh, I have no idea. Over six figures. Every single household. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> every fucking household would be completely well off and fine.
1: Well, I mean, Pretty if awesome. If you looked at... Like you mentioned, uh, the the amount of money that we spend on the war on drugs, this fictitious war, uh, the amount of money that we spend on defense and these uh, stupid wars that we get ourselves into, if we actually just spent that taking care of one another and educating...
3: This country would be about 15,
1: 20 years ahead of where we are right now. when I say education, I don't mean just like... Teaching to the test. Yeah. I mean actually educating, uh, having critical thought put into Mm -hmm. almost all classes really just trying to make people understand the world around them better. I think if people understood that and didn't just, oh, two plus two equals four, that's all I need to remember. If you actually understood, because I mean, you knew me, Michael, when I was uh, younger and I was stupid to say the least. I was a a hardcore Christian. Um, I really didn't have a lot of care or reverence for people. I should have. I mean, I did for the people that were around me. As I was going
2: to say, I know you love me, and I've always been an <laughs> anti-God
1: piece of shit. So. But, I mean, I really never thought about the way that I live and how it affects other people. And I never really took it into account of the damage that I could potentially do to other people, even people that I don't know. Um, but when I started to realize that and I started to inject a little bit of critical thinking into my own life and, and I lost my faith and all that shit. Um, I started to realize how impactful the way that I live can be on people in other countries. And um, how I was really just living like a piece of shit and just not caring about anybody or anything around me. Um, And honestly, this is the only planet we got. This is it. If it goes down, we're done. I mean, there there's no terraforming in the future. I mean... <laughs> I was the the rate that we're going. I mean, we, we have rovers that go to Mars. We haven't landed there yet. And even Mars, I mean, who knows if we can actually terraform that or not. I don't think we can, especially in time. So we really have to focus on taking care of ourselves and taking care of the planet. And I think if we had a better education system and people understood the world around them and the effects that we have, I think it'd just be better for everybody.
2: And we probably should should get some people in Congress on the science committee that actually fucking believe in global warming and don't think the earth is only 6,000 years old and fucking people rode on dinosaurs and And stuff. And that's
1: another thing. If we stopped electing morons who do not know what the hell they're talking about and we put science as the crux and the forefront of how we live socially, I think we'd be so much better. I mean, science isn't perfect. Mm -hmm. It will change. But if we use the best science we have to live, think of how much better everything would be.
2: Well, it's like I was telling you.
1: And I'm not talking about erectile dysfunction <laughs> and <laughs> shit like that. That's important. Or hair loss. That is important, though. <laughs> Let's not forget about that.
2: But now, I was telling you, I think, you know, if the Republicans took over the Senate in this next election, for instance, the guy that would take up the, uh, the head of the committee on science and stuff, it's a senator. His name's Anna Hoff. I think he's Oklahoma. And, uh, of course, he's one of the biggest fucking people out there denouncing, you know, global warming. Yeah. He's, he's like, it's a hoax. He's one of these, it's a hoax yeah. and everything else. It's like, that's who we're going to have in charge. Ignore of the our giant sci- polar ice
1: cap that chunked off and is melting in the ocean now. Well, the only, what, only <laughs> like, like the size of Texas.
2: I think only what, like 75% <laughs> of it's melted down. So that's not too bad. We still got 25% <laughs> to go. We're good, man.
1: Yeah, it's just free floating around in the ocean. It won't have any effect on anything.
2: I'm just waiting for it to get the size like an
3: ice cube so you could put it in a coke or something. It's a long ass travel for an ice cube, bro.
1: But I guess it's historical. You'd be like, dude, dude man, dude. think about <laughs> using that like when you're scotch on the rocks or some shit. Fuck
3: yeah, That'd be one expensive. I mean, as you know, scotch. it's good. it's probably like, your last old. Dude, this drink.
1: is like two thousand year old water. <laughs> Delicious.
2: Mm. <laughs> this was mm, around mm, six thousand mm. years ago when God made the earth. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Tastes just like sin. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit, man.
1: It's so ridiculous. But yeah, I think science needs to be uh, a little bit more impactful now on definitely- our uh, sociological and economic uh, policies. I think if we actually used yeah. the science that we have, we, we would be living a lot better life. <laughs> By like- the
3: way, this is why I actually don't like elections. I actually think that's a very flawed system because it doesn't go to the person who's the most qualified. It goes to the person who happened to. Is most likable Mm -hmm. and most electable. Yep.
2: Well, that's no fucking doubt. I mean, just people are so wishy-washy. It's like now, you know, even with the election coming up, you hear all this thing. Like, there's 7% of people that are undecided. It's like, how the fuck can you be undecided at this point? All you got to do is just get on a goddamn computer, pull up the issues, look at what candidates say that they're going to do. Look what they've done in the past. Make up your fucking mind. If you don't...
3: That like, would take research and time It just shows and that effort.
2: people are so fucking stupid. I mean, it's like they call them low information voters, which right off the bat, if I'm an undecided person, and someone's calling me a low information voter. That pretty much is telling me, oh, yeah, do you think I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. I mean, just look at the goddamn... It's like... You know where Obama stands on this and this and this. You know where Mitt Romney stands. Oh wait, no you don't, because he changes his fucking mind every other day. Well just pick the one that you like the best and then decide, you know.
3: You know what I don't like on that note, I don't like people who just vote one party or the other. They do not give a shit about what your qualifications are, they don't care what you stand for. They just go, Are you Republican? I'm
2: going to tell you this. I'm going to okay. vote for you. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I vote Democrat for one reason only. I It's like I always say, and I, I say this proudly, anytime I get in a fucking argument with people on politics, and they're like, oh, you're Democrat. No, I'm a liberal. There's a big difference. There's no such thing as a liberal in politics anymore. There's one liberal in the whole fucking Congress, and that's Bernie Sanders. He's an independent uh, senator out of uh, Vermont. I might be wrong. It's one of those northern states. Don't hate me there, Bernie, the great Bernie Sanders. But... He, he will come straight out and say that he's basically a socialist. I mean, he doesn't give a fuck. And he – I mean, that dude cares about people. He's got the right ideas. He's very liberal-minded. And that's – I vote Democrat mostly for social issues because I know we've discussed this before, and I know you agree with this, box like both parties are – they're corporatists basically, and you're not really going to get any financial restructure out of them to get this country moving the right way. So I basically vote Democrat because of social policies. Because, you know, you know, they're not this crazy anti-abortion, anti-science party, fucking against the gays, anything we can to suppress the votes when it comes to b- minorities and stuff. I mean, that it, that's pretty much the reason why I vote Democrat. I mean, it really comes down to that. It's more of a social agenda. I mean, because that's all you've got. I mean, when you come down to it. I mean,
1: to an extent, I I somewhat agree with you, but I'm just so pissed off with the system itself that I'm just in protest of it all. It's terrible. I mean... To me, that is just, it's settling is ultimately what it is. You're saying, well, it's, it's not perfect, it, but it is settling. it's better than the other one. And to me, that's not a good argument as to who you should vote for. Like I absolutely crack up and laugh my ass off when I see those no Obama bumper stickers. It's like, really? So you, it doesn't matter who would be on the Republican ticket. You just don't want to vote for Obama. <laughs> like, Pretty much. That is the most retarded reason to vote I've ever, Ever heard? That is not an argument at all. That is just settling. And it, it it could have been anybody. It really could have been. It could have been Ron Paul. It could have been Santorum. It it does not matter. It's just oh, no, Obama.
2: I, I'm actually pretty. De- I'm pretty defeated by it. I mean, I actually I, I was pretty high on Obama coming out, but it, it's like you. I think they all have these high-minded ideas, and they always. Come out afterwards, especially conservatives, you'll hear them say, well, look at Obama. He didn't fulfill half his promises. And it's like I think that they're really high-minded and they have really – I think some people actually do have hope when they go into politics to make changes – but I think once they get in there and they see how the system runs and how it everything gets bogged down and they can't get any fucking thing done, I think it, it yeah. you just get the
1: bureaucratic by. bullshit. It, it's terrible. If you have a Democratic president and a Republican-held uh, Congress, they're never going to let the president get anything done. If it's vice versa, the Democrats are never going to let the Republican president get anything done. And nothing does get done. I don't know. They don't. Unfortunately, Nobody actually sits down and says, well... Maybe we should think about the people that elected us, not our own careers.
2: Yeah. No, fuck they would that.
1: rather fuck us in the ass, not get anything done, and then when it comes up the presidential time, go, this jackass didn't get anything done in the office. Well, no shit because you didn't let him, you asshole. That's what they're doing this time. You know what happens? They, they do it all the time. It the doesn't thing, matter who it is. It exactly. doesn't matter which party it is. They always fucking do it, and I'm just pissed off at it all. I think I they think have a Santa Claus
3: in real story when they get there, too. I think they show up and go, "Oh God, I can't do shit here," because let's face it. And I'm not. There's too many ways that he can get fucked career-wise. But there again is the same thing. Is like there, there's a uh, there's an economic theory that goes with that called public choice theory. That's basically they're just like anyone else would be, and their first thought is themselves. Yeah. And if that's what your if that's what your thought is, it's really hard to be a. uh, a public representative and a public servant because that's what that role yeah. is
2: is a public servant. Every choice you when, make is based on how's this going to poor me? How am I going to get
1: reelected? <laughs> right. How am I going to get reelected? And I'm not calling for the downfall of America. I know that a lot of people think that I'm like that's what I want. I want America yeah, to just like You told me away the other day
2: that we should start an anarchy group and take down the
1: Well, Thomas Jefferson <laughs> did say that every generation needs a revolution. I'm looking at the reform Th- reforming America. I th- that, I think, needs to happen. Yeah. We need to get rid of subsidies. Yeah. We need to get rid of fucking super PACs. We need to get rid of lobbyists. We need to get rid of career politicians. Mm-hmm. Dude, you
3: know what the best way to get rid of lobbyists is? Lobbying.
1: No. <laughs> we, uh, we should we lobby for anti lobby It's like, like we said,
3: drug
2: dealers need to get lobbyists. Then they would be able to get some of this shit legalized. But there's a lot of
1: things <laughs> that need to change within our uh, they governmental They don't want to pay system. taxes, though.
2: Yeah. Well.
1: And it's... nothing's going to change until we start changing that it won't otherwise it's too bureaucratic
2: there's so many there's so many issues they're too worried
1: about their careers
2: like you're talking about you know us being the beacon of beacon of freedom for the rest of the world I mean hell like you're saying look at our democracy and stuff I mean, even our electoral college process it's a process that was put in place over 200 years ago it's 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 not even a process that we need anymore. It's so goddamn ancient and it needs to be overdone. It's just like, you know, go back to even 2000 and stuff where Gore had a, like a million more votes than Bush lost the fucking election. It's like, yeah, that, that system's got to go. And then now we have all the voter suppression stuff and then we're supposed to be spreading democracy overseas and all these countries watch us. And they're like, Hey, they're trying to keep throwing people from voting. They make it as hard as they can to vote. They vote on Tuesdays, you know, and right. all during a work week and- uh oh, Eric's. Uh oh, Eric's got a booty call on the phone. We're gonna, we're gonna. Count no, it's into. not a booty call.
3: Oh, dude, you mean you know, it's <laughs> not a booty call? I
2: just turned your mic down. <laughs> Do it again. Okay, I'm turning your mic. Oh, down. Oh no, I'm sorry. He's. It's not what he's doing. He's going to take a shit, kids. Just, just hold up a second. He'll be right back. Oh my God, sweet baby
3: Jesus. Oh, oh we're gonna have a musical guest. Yes, Well, that yes, was yes. the
1: best thing ever. Hey, we're back, and we have a special guest in studio. That is Daniel Dionis. As he has a giant stick of gum in his mouth. It's
4: a pick. You're gonna have to put it somewhere. <laughs> I got his mouth was the best place to put it. Oh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Daniel likes to put picks in his mouth just for picks,
4: not dicks, let's not get that confused.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping somebody out there would be like, Did he just say dicks? But cleared that shit up real quick.
3: It'll be on Facebook, somebody I mean, be like, Did he say decks?
1: Right. <laughs> so in a little bit Daniel's gonna play uh, some tunes for us uh, he's a musician, mainly Texas country, right? Mostly. Mainly your background?
4: switch it up if I need to.
1: Um, he's sort of a like-minded individual from us. Did, he, did you just fart? <laughs> I think he just farted. <laughs> and then I, don't, he I don't know if that came beer. through air, <laughs> but... Um, no, it was the... Uh, I think, yeah. Uh,
4: what's his name called? Guitar on the couch. Yeah. Um, we'll and the there fart, goes though.
1: Box again, stuff in his face <laughs> with nerds. Um, so <laughs> uh you would consider yourself atheist right, not agnostic,
4: yeah pretty much yeah
1: um but you did grow up in the the South, so you do have uh some kind of republican views when you say or conservative views
4: i've got some had some views, yeah, <laughs> I pretty much let those
1: go, yeah <laughs> um. But, you know, there's a lot of uh, stigmas and stuff. And, I mean, we, we definitely make jokes all the time. Um, I think that has to do with more of the fact that we just don't give a fuck what we say, who we offend, or, uh, you know, if it's uh, politically correct or not. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, anybody have any questions for... You're the worst fucking interviewer of Shut all Shut the fuck time you're up, You're pretty bad, man. dude. I just want... You're this no fucking Larry i I've
4: had worse interviews. I'm going to tell you that.
1: So fuck you before and we start,
3: your mother. With, before we start with that, Daniel. Uh, At the same time. Okay. Um, Interesting. You want to talk about some of like your uh, just like your musical background, stuff that you've done? I already want well your that. Texas country.
1: God damn it! See, I am a good interview. He so fuck genre. all y'all. He any the
3: of your bandmates? <laughs> How you got started in this whole big world music?
4: Technically speaking. <laughs> Technically, a background is not my genre. That's my genre. A background would be
1: weird. Whatever. I'm how I got started. Whatever. All that fun stuff. Okay. What's your background? Let me let me do the interview, bro. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> just just cut off my mic. I'm done.
3: <laughs> you want to eat some nerds? Because you can.
1: No, I don't want your damn nerds.
3: Okay. Buy your back. mic's gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah. Give us some of your background. Tell us uh, kind of where you got started in music. Tell us, you know, if it was the, uh, a family thing. If you guys have done that, because that's kind of where my music background was. It Was all family oriented.
4: It all started, uh, my cousin. He's, what, 20 years older than I am. I'm sorry, I'm used to being that close to the mic. (laughs) It's dynamic, I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot about that shit. Anyways, uh, started off with my cousin. He, uh, he's quite a bit older than I am. Uh, uh, spent a lot of time hanging out with him when I was younger, and he, uh, was a record producer for a while, plays guitar, drums, all that fun stuff, so I wanted to be, like, my big cousin. Nice. And, uh just it didn't really start getting into it till i was started when i was 10 really got into it at about 16 and just when it was like cool there. to
3: get girls and stuff in high school right yeah. it, it got me uh you know
4: make out sessions at the school dance
3: Ooh. okay so that gave me a great follow-up question <laughs> let's let's hear a 16 year old make out story for uh your guitar playing where it got gotcha. you you don't have you any expect idea. me
4: to remember that far back? I don't remember last week. Um, he just wants material <laughs> for later on tonight when he's taunting yeah. it. Spank bank. Wow. You're not using me for your spank bank, dude. That's weird. I already see the way you look he's at He's a married me. man. Like,
1: he's got to live vicariously. That's okay? true. I know he has how he's to he live. Is. Through he tried, other single if he tried guys to like molest
4: us. me, I don't think Amy would mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably think it's hot and want pictures. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm really glad she doesn't listen to this shit. <laughs> You guys blew this interview to hell. What?
2: It's just starting to get good now.
1: <laughs> <me>? <laughs> no, we're just getting to the nitty gritty. To, to the goods, how so come, to speak. How do come you, everything
2: uh, we do always turns it back against the bogs? You know right? what I mean? Because I'm
3: the it's young one. Target. I'm the youngest one. Tell us, uh, uh, are, do you do any music with bands? Or are you just a solo artist, singer, songwriter?
4: Um, last few years has been just me, for the most part, acoustic, uh, playing in bars when and where I get the chance. Uh, wanting to turn that around. It takes band members,
3: like drummers and stuff.
4: Yeah, uh, drummers are the easy ones to find. It's
3: because most of them well, not suck. not good mm. drummers. I
4: didn't say anything yeah. about good. I just said drummers.
3: <laughs> He's got a very good point. man It is really hard to find a good one, but yeah. they're all over the place. Okay, cool. Um, so well, what's your favorite kind of? Especially if you're going to cover a, a band or a song, what's your favorite kind of music to play? What do you really get into? It, the
4: style is very. Fucker.
3: Um, <laughs> I just fucked with my mic.
4: My bad. Um,
1: <laughs> you guys heard that? Mike. You fucked with his mic.
4: Mike. Boy, that doesn't even make sense. Anyway. Anyways. Um. It. It all varies. It just depends on the mood I'm in. You know. Doesn't have to be country. Doesn't have to be rock. Slow, fast, doesn't matter. It's just whatever I'm feeling at the moment. And yes, you can make a sexual reference. Out of that <laughs> we're, we're probably going to take that there. quote
3: and just put that in some real bad spots. But <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so, who else besides you and your cousin play in your family? Any of your, your the, do your siblings play, like, uh, or your dad?
4: Um, I got a cousin that tried, but he's too ADD to sit down and actually. <laughs> Fuck you, Eric. No, we're just <laughs> no, watching not laughing we're watching Bog's Mike go yeah. left on him. We saw him laughing now. I was watching it too.
1: Bog's Mike is trying Fuck. to give him a blowjob. It's it's going down on him. <laughs> at
4: least he's getting someone's getting some action. I was gonna say Um What was the question? Oh my cousin tried. He was too A D D to actually To sit figure down. it out.
3: Yeah. But, okay, so you're and so you're the only one in your entire family, really? Yeah. Other than your cousin. And, and, what is he doing right now? Um he is growing medicinal marijuana in California. Nice. <laughs> there you go. We okay, support so that. It's
1: probably a very successful business.
3: Appa- apparently more so than being a record producer. So
4: that's assuming he's still alive. I haven't heard from him in a while. and well, The drug trade industry, apparently it's not very pretty.
3: Yeah, it turns out you die a lot in that one. <laughs> we're, not, we're not really sure why, but uh, Yeah, we whatever. are. <laughs> it has to do with the legality of it. Hey, hey money. Don't, don't worry about that, dude. Don't worry about that. It's not, no, it's we, not we the legality. Really... It's the money
4: you don't get killed because it's illegal you get killed because you fucked with someone's money
1: mm, not necessarily like the CIA's because <laughs> of it yeah, yeah.
3: DEA yeah, there we go assholes. like I guess we should talk about how you feel about that <laughs> oh, what actually, are your on the CIA
2: I want to hear some tunes man are you ready to play a song I want to hear some talent because I've been listening to Boggs for the last five
1: minutes
3: <laughs> <laughs> why does everything always come back to us ripping on Boggs I don't get it I'm so, I'm so oh, I'm Michael. That. Fucker. Hi, <laughs> right, Daniel. Fucking play your song, yeah. shit.
4: So, what, what's the title of the song we're gonna hear? Uh, it's a song called "Velvet" by a gentleman named Stoney Larue. Oh,
3: okay, well, we're gonna turn our mics down and let you go. Thanks.
0: Here I walk An empty shell Even though It's hard to tell This lonesome hand Is taking its toll I just don't know How far I can go Well, come down and watch your first step Don't do anything you might regret Cause you're much too innocent to suffer In walls and all sunny days Picking through your memories The rain came down and you covered me in velvet Oh, you covered me in velvet There you are Like a song I heard in a smoky bar Where the whiskey's stern like my heart It's dancing alone And it feels like you just won't ever end Well, come down and watch your first step Don't do anything you might regret Cause you're much too innocent to suffer In walls and all sunny days Picking through your memories, the rain came down and you covered me in velvet. Oh, you covered me. Another turn Another cautious step Will we ever learn Just how lonesome can get Got me running Running away And I just don't know how long I can stay Yeah.
4: Hey. Ah. Go well. <laughs> Sorry about the end of that, there, gentlemen. That <laughs> no, was nice. Yeah, you nah, suck. That was nah, it was great. No, it was great until I choked on whatever the hell I'm coughing up.
3: Oh, come on. Somebody jump on that. Fucking jump on that, Michael. <laughs> go
1: for it. I don't understand what you're talking about. I way. don't
2: know what you're talking about either. You're the one that had the mic going down on you a second yeah, ago. I mean.
1: <laughs> okay, let's just call the show. We're done. <laughs> what? No.
3: <laughs> just getting
2: started now. <laughs>
3: We're at the hour mark anyway. Ah, listen to him. Mr. Time Check. Yeah, I
2: know. So that means, we got, that means we got enough time for what? At
1: least five more minutes of ripping on Boggs. Ripping on Boggs for about five gay. more minutes and maybe yeah. another
2: song to go out on. I don't know if that's <laughs> enough time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, we
2: spent a whole show on it last night. Too bad you guys are never going to hear it.
1: Yep, yeah, the greatest show ever. Yeah, I mean,
2: well, the one thing you guys won't hear, and is the best part about it, we found out that uh, Boggs is a pivot man. Yeah. You want to explain that to him, Boggs?
4: Well, I heard you talking to TJ about this earlier. And he <laughs> here we go. Pivoting yep. with here you kind of oh, made me wonder. Is. He had a big <laughs> smile on his face, too. I
2: have a conspiracy theory about the show being <laughs> yeah. erased last night. I think Boggs was like, I'm not going to let this information get out. This I, shit I is getting
1: race. Boggs heard the episode, and he said, Whoops. you know what? This has just got way too much information about me. I just need to kind of just delete this. Well, I'm going to call a quick <gasps> timeout because I'm, I actually want to hear the explanation of a pivot man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Boggs wants to give the explanation. No, he doesn't. He's just <laughs> going to continue to use nerds. So uh, pretty much what a pivot man is, is the, you have a circle jerk, right? You have a circle jerk. And then there's one person that's in the middle that is receiving all the uh, gooey goodness Yep, from the circle jerk pivot man right yeah. there
4: yeah i don't know why is that why you have such nice skin <laughs> <laughs>
1: all those organic materials yeah. i don't need lotion for ferment my ass <laughs> <laughs>
2: maybe maybe i need a little then i get a little break out every once in a while here.
1: are you saying you want to be the pivot man now yeah no. Just sub uh, bo- in like, I one think, time? No, I think fucking Boggs. Do you guys like tag in like it's pro wrestling or something?
2: Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask, uh, I did. ask the Boggs. Shit's yeah, the, it the expert. Boggs is tuning us out completely. Yeah,
1: so. Boggs is like refusing to talk until <laughs> we stop talking about this. <laughs> He's
2: over there eating his candy. <laughs> do this all day. <laughs> uh, it's
1: just awesome.
2: Terrible. So, dude, it's great. Do we need a... Uh, I think we need an encore and then we can wrap this son of a bitch up. Throw out the pertinent and the contact info, and then call it a fucking oh, yeah. night.
1: We haven't thrown out the contact info yet.
2: yeah fuck it. We need to start doing that at the beginning. I keep forgetting.
1: You guys have heard uh, about the latest study about people losing their affiliation to religious organizations, right?
2: It isn't like 30% now?
1: Yeah, it's raising up. Um, I think it's about 30% don't have yeah. an affiliation. Yeah, don't have any affiliation. Uh, I think it's getting close to like uh, 4% are atheist, and I think it's like around like 7 to 10 that are agnostic. Uh, But nothing in particular, as far as religion, that's a a stepping stone. Because once you start uh, disassociating yourself with churches and everything like that, you kind of lose a lot of your religious focus because you're not being bombarded with uh, propaganda and lies and being fear-mongered into going to hell and all that other shit that they like to throw out at you. Um, I mean, how else are they going to keep you in the seats? They can't just say, uh, yeah, just go out and be good and do stuff. No, they have to say, no, you're burning in hell if you don't come back.
2: It's kind of like the Santa Claus thing with my kid. If he doesn't act right, just tell him Santa Claus isn't coming. It's
1: exactly the same principle. Same Wait, Santa's not real. It's it's punishment oh, based Santa, on a fictitious creature. In Santa a fictitious Jesus.
2: Place. Yeah, they're the same thing.
1: Yep, pretty much, just a way to fear people into being good, which I find completely illogical because you can, you can raise people to be good people without religion. It's been shown, you can do it. Morals can be instilled in somebody without some kind of religious uh, institution. But you can't rule without fear. There you go. Uh, no, nah, I disagree with that too.
3: I don't know. It sure helps. You can rule with a lot of money okay. headed someone's way. That's in the right direction.
1: There's a lot of different ways to rule, but I think the better way to rule is through fear. No, <laughs> through fear. <laughs> <laughs> no, it works. Actually, so I don't far. think anybody should technically rule. There shouldn't be one figurehead that rules. It should be a collective thing, and it should be a collective of the best minds that we have. Unfortunately, we don't do that. Like we were talking about earlier, we just elect these mindless moron drones to go on vacation, who uh, just get a shitload of our tax dollars and do jack ass besides for try to better their careers.
3: Sometimes they play golf too. They don't always take vacations. Well, they just they do that on their vacations. Box. I know, I know. Yeah. They just they don't do that yeah. on their vacation either. Do they, while they.
2: they're doing fundraisers, mm-hmm.
1: they're <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. While well, they're meeting uh, pro teams that won like a national championship, really? That come on. It's a good way to get a you free jersey. Yeah, it is, and go. autographs. Yep, and For free your merch, memorabilia.
2: All right. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I would like to hear another one and then wrap the sun bitch up. You got another song ready?
4: Yeah, I can. Uh, actually, I'll do an original, and I'll try not to choke on my saliva.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, man. Well, yeah, apparently sure. he's Sliva. got a mouth full of
4: saliva. I was giving Boggs an opening to get back at somebody. And it's not just, gonna
3: work. He's no. not that quick, dude.
1: So, like, like after you make out with a chick, does she have like shit drooling down her chin and everything? And like, um, if you have that much saliva, that you're choking on it. <laughs> only sometimes.
3: Only <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> All right then. Here we go. Turn on the mics.
4: This is an original tune.
0: Sits at home, wasted in a sorrow She's trying to drown the pain Just to make it through tomorrow She feels so used She's feeling plain be because he made this way How can a man make an angel cry? Rip away wings so she can't fly. She deserves so much better. She thinks they're all the same. And how could he put her through all this pain? She loved him so much, gave her whole heart But he'd screwed her over, tore her apart She doesn't understand what has life become He tried so hard he made her feel so dumb How can a man make an angel cry rip away wings so she can fly she deserves so much better she thinks they're all the same and how could he put her through all this pain
2: nice to see that we finally have someone in here with some talent besides me. <laughs> 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 Shut the fuck up, you asshole. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> so, Daniel, do you have anything that you wanted to promote? Do you have a website or anything
0: where you uh, have
4: your music available? I wish I had somewhere I had my music available. <laughs> I did at one point.
1: Well, if you do, again, we'll we'll throw it up on our shit. and we'll Yeah, definitely y'all promote can it. throw
4: it up on there. Uh, you can always find me on Facebook if y'all are really that interested. Uh, Daniel Dionis, uh, D-I-O-N-I-S. For those of you who don't know the Greek language. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I might
2: have trouble with that one. <laughs> How's that again? All right. Well, same thing for us. Uh, if you guys have questions, comments, anything you want to send to us, you can hit us up on Twitter at the Intel Saviors, or you can Facebook us as well. And um, please write as much shitty shit as you can about Boggs.
1: Yes, we love he it. He loves it. <laughs>
2: he fucking loves it. I get to hear about it at work. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We got to have stories for the for yeah. work folk. So I guess. On that note, do you have anything else you want to add, Eric Boggs, or have you totally just given up on the show? Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: about what I expected. So you're going to race this show, too, is what you're saying? I might. I'm thinking
3: about <laughs> it, it. Mate. He'll just race, it. He'll just I race the it. second half of just, it. it. I might just fucking smash a hammer through the screen or <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. A hammer came a out hammer of the A hammer came out of the fucking sky, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a message from God.
3: And that'll be our yeah. next show. <laughs> <laughs> our Actually, next show in six months when we replace this thing. I was, yeah,
1: like, yeah, I was oh going to say.
2: God. When we scrounge up the money to replace it. So, next show, Federal Reserve.
1: I'm down for that. Me uh, and Boggs uh, will get into it big time. It'll uh, be right. awesome.
2: We'll learn why the country's always broke. Yep. All right. So, that's going to be a hilarious show.
1: Everybody'll <laughs> yeah. love that one. Well, Thanks again to Daniel Dionis for coming in, giving us some great tunes. Well, Appreciate right. you, man. Thanks, thanks again to him, KK and his Weather Underground, of course.
3: They're always awesome. Yep. All right. Well, I'm Boggs. I'm Eric. And I'm Michael. We'll sign off. <laughs>